everyone, and welcome back to Endopod. This is Vivian here from the University of Aberdeen, and I'll be going through the third case of our mystery case series today. If you haven't seen our first two mystery cases yet, don't forget to check those out as well. This series involves discussions on specific case studies with the conditions only being revealed as we work through the cases. Today's patient is 22-year-old Anna, a third-year university student. She presented to the GP practice with increasing fatigue and recent weight gain despite having no changes to her usual diet and exercise routine. Anna tells you she first noticed she, has, she was more tired than usual over three months ago and it has been getting progressively worse despite her getting an adequate amount of sleep every night. She has also been struggling with constipation and joint pains. From your history taking, you find out she has been experiencing heavy, irregular periods and hair loss. Her family history includes a mother suffering from lupus and a sister with celiac disease. Anna says she has quite an active social life, has smoked about a pack of cigarettes per week since she was 17, and drinks about 18 to 20 units of alcohol per week. She also tells you she has been experiencing a very low mood recently, which hasn't happened to her before. Moving on to examination, Anna appears to have a goiter or an enlarged thyroid gland. Have a second to think about the potential differential diagnoses for Anna and what investigations you would do first. The first line investigation you would do in Anna's case would be a thyroid function test to check her thyroid function. This test looks at the levels of thyroid stimulating hormone or TSH and thyroxine or T4 in the blood. TSH is a hormone released by the anterior pituitary, which acts on the thyroid gland to stimulate the production and release of thyroxine, or T4, and triiodotrionine, T3. These hormones have a very important role in various metabolic processes, such as protein synthesis and helping in the regulation of the use of energy resources across the body. They also have a role in controlling the sensitivity of the body to other hormones. Therefore, if there is an imbalance of these hormones, such as due to a decreased stimulation of the thyroid gland by TSH to produce T3 and T4, it has a significant effect on that person's metabolic processes and hormonal balance. So thyroid problems can manifest in two main ways, having an underactive thyroid or an overactive one. An underactive thyroid gland would result in hypothyroidism and decreased levels of T4 and T3. Generally, hypothyroidism will lead to the slowing down of metabolic processes and produce symptoms such as a slower heart rate, constipation, weight gain, cold intolerance, depression, and fatigue. An overactive thyroid, or hyperthyroidism, on the other hand, increases the rate of metabolic processes and causes a so-called metabolic overdrive. It is accompanied by symptoms such as weight loss, a fast heartbeat, heat intolerance, hand tremors, and anxiety. Now looking at hypothyroidism in more detail, hypothyroidism has three main classes, primary hypothyroidism, secondary hypothyroidism, and congenital hypothyroidism. Primary hypothyroidism means that there is a problem with the thyroid gland itself, causing it to not be able to properly secrete thyroid hormones. This can be due to autoimmune diseases or drugs, for example, and secondary hypothyroidism is usually due to an issue with the pituitary gland, leading to decreased TSH production. Congenital hypothyroidism can result from an underdeveloped thyroid gland, 
or from congenital issues with the glands hormone production. So going back to Anna's case, the results of her thyroid function tests were the following. The current normal range for TSH is 0.38 till 5.33 milliunits. Anna's TSH was 11 milliunits per liter. And the normal ranges for free T4 are 7.9 till 14.4 picomoles per liter and for T3 are 3.8 till 6 picomoles per liter. Anna's T4 and T3 levels were 4.3 and 2.4 respectively. So have a second to think about what this all means. As Anna's TSH was high and her T3 and T4 levels were low, this would indicate that Anna has primary hypothyroidism. Primary hypothyroidism, again, as we discussed, is when the problem is with the thyroid gland itself, causing it to not be able to produce thyroid hormones properly. This would cause the pituitary gland to produce higher levels of TSH due to lack of negative feedback. So what would it mean if Anna had lower levels of both TSH and T3 and T4? That would indicate that Anna had secondary hypothyroidism because the problem was due to increased TSH production and not due to a problem with the thyroid gland itself. So now that we have established that Anna has pituitary hypothyroidism, what further investigation would you do? As primary hypothyroidism is often caused by autoimmune disease, you would do a test to check for antithyroid peroxidase or anti-TPO antibodies and antithyroglobulin antibodies. Anna's results came back positive for anti-TPO. So given the result of Anna's antibody result, what would you conclude her diagnosis is? Anna's final diagnosis is Hashimoto's thyroiditis, an autoimmune disease. This is the most common cause of hypothyroidism in the developed world and is 5 to 10 times more common in women than in men. So what is the first line management of Hashimoto's? Patients with hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's are given a synthetic form of thyroxine or T4 to replace the hormone not being produced adequately by their thyroid gland. This comes in the form of levothyroxine. It is important to know that levothyroxine should be taken on an empty stomach, so either 30 minutes before eating or 2 hours after. Anna will likely have to be on lifelong treatment with levothyroxine. The initial dose of levothyroxine Anna will receive will typically be between 25 to 50 micrograms, and the target TSH would be between 0.5 to 4.5 milliunits per liter. Anna will then be monitored every 2-3 to three months at first, and her dose will be adjusted accordingly. She will then be asked to come back yearly for a review. Thank you so much for listening to today's Mystery Case Podcast. We'll be back again soon with a new case.